0: Before the bloodbath begins, slither your way over to the host's socials. For the podcast, slash over to Twitter at the B-H-O underscore podcast. Instagram, the Baron's Hideout podcast. Then stab over to Dean's Instagram at Dean of the Dead Hot Sauce. Listen to the show on your favorite apps and Patreon. Enjoy the slay and try to stay alive. The next period of time, strap in as the hosts rip and tear up the unsuspecting guests, in which deliver their dark secrets and methods of the genre. In his bloodbath, no one gets out alive. This is Within the bearings. I'm your host Dustin, and joining us today is the amazing horror couple Ashley and Ken Sledge. Let's talk all things Sledgehammer horror. Ashley, Ken, how are you both doing?
1: We're doing good. Happy to be on here.
0: Very excited. I've been looking yeah. forward to this, man. Yes, yes. I'm I'm so happy to finally have you on here, and and you know, kind of dive into where everything started with you guys because you've been doing sledgehammer horror for a long time and you've been evolving a lot too with different formats adding new things always putting out something um and Mm -hmm. we're a part of a an amazing podcast community as well so um i've been trying Mm -hmm. to get around to everybody in there so thank you both for you know wanting to come on and and talk about yourselves for about an hour or so
2: (laughs) yeah absolutely yeah we're super excited about it
0: yeah so um i guess where we can all start off with this is um I guess this is kind of like a question for both of you. So whoever wants to answer it, you can go right ahead is where did, you know, sledgehammer horror begin?
1: You can, you can go ahead and start.
0: Because
1: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it kind of, st- you kind of started. It, yeah,
2: right? it started with, you know, unfortunately, the pandemic. Um, I w- for those that don't know, Ashley and I, um, not only are we partners in this, we're partners in life. We've been uh, together 18 years um amazing and during the um pandemic when we had to spend every waking moment (laughs) together she realized that she really didn't like me (laughs) as much as she thought she did (laughs) so um she she wanted me to get a hobby and uh i was blessed i grew up in a video store my 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 parents owned a mom and pop video store called uh, downtown video and um i always gravitated to horror or something that i was always a part of and i always loved talking to people about the first horror movie they watched like what got you started with horror what you know, influence you to want to, you know, become a part of the horror community. And I thought, you know, I'll start doing this. I'll start interviewing people about it. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, we had fun. And our last name is Sledge. Right. So the name Sledgehammer Horror. (laughs) Right. It was just super, you know, easy and on the nose. So, um, you know, I started doing that. And then Ashley was coming with these ideas like, um, hey, I got this idea I think you should do for the channel. And I got this idea I think you should do for the channel. And I was shooting her down. I was like, "No, I won't do it unless you do it with me. That's the only oh, way yeah. I'll agree to do it. And
1: and I was like, okay, I'm not doing it then. <laughs>
2: yeah. And uh, she's super introverted. Like, yeah I am like I'm the introvert.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, and it like took me a long time to feel comfortable, like in front of a camera and like doing things like this. Like it took me a long time to like, get over that fear but i mean i and you're
2: I, you're amazing at it thank you yeah. and like so like the my first tour movie thing is kind of my baby yeah and then you've got like didn't see that coming which is ashley's baby really oh it's mm-hmm. so good and i love that series yeah. <laughs> when you watch it didn't see that coming episode like just know i didn't do a fucking thing or i'm sorry a freaking thing like
0: no, no I... you, you can yeah you're not censored so go right ahead you can <laughs> okay. you can swear Uh,
2: i did the editing and that's about it like when it comes to the writing all the background props everything that's all ashley like she writes the entire thing she does a lot of deep dives and behind the scenes and um her work is just it's inspiring like it really keeps sledgehammer horror going like every time like we dread doing it didn't see that coming episode because
1: it's just because it's so much work yeah it's It's a a lot lot of work work. and we're always like all right we're gonna do it this day and then we'll get home and be like okay we're gonna do this another day but (laughs) the minute
2: we finish an episode like
1: like it feels like it's so inspiring
2: like i'm re and i never read ashley's scripts beforehand Mm -hmm. and if you are don't know sledgehammer horror i can't recommend this enough not that i'm trying to shamelessly plug or anything uh (laughs) go to our youtube channel go to our didn't see that coming playlist and watch the sinister episode.
1: Mm-hmm. I and
2: it. I left an outtake in the episode. So it's kind of an intake of an outtake
1: mm-hmm.
2: proving that I do not read the scripts before Ashley writes them. That's how much <laughs> trust I have in her. It's like, I'm like Ron Burgundy. Like if you put the question mark on there, I'm going to say it as a question, you know, like the teleprompter says it and I read it. Like that's the trust I have in the work that she does. I don't have to proofread. It. I don't have to go over anything because she's a fucking genius and she works her ass off and it means the world to her. And, a lot of people think that's joke or hyperbole or I'm trying to, you know, be funny and I'm not. Like in that episode, you can genuinely see the shock on my face when I read a certain joke. And I'm just like, oh, I wonder who wrote this. You know, like <laughs> and I go back and I watch these things and it just makes me laugh because you know, me and my wife um are having such you know, like it's work, like it really is work. Mm-hmm. But it's it's the the best work I've ever done because I'm doing it with my wife, my best friend and uh, you know, she does all the work, so I just get to stand in front of a teleprompter and read
1: words. That's but... not true. I mean, editing and all that—that that is a lot of work too. That oh, I yeah. don't want any part of. Yeah, so so that's a lot. I know that's a lot of work because I hear you sometimes, like ah, getting <laughs> aggravated.
2: Because <laughs> I'm a per- one thing that I I do, and if anybody watches Sledgehammer Horror, you may have noticed this, like. If we're talking about a quote from a movie, and I'm putting the movie clip on over top, I try so hard to make it so our, our words match up with their mouth as it's going. Yeah. So it's like oh, like yeah. they're like I tried so hard to make the editing look really good, and you know and like,
1: you do you do great.
2: Thank you, but that that's that's my thing. Is when it comes to editing, I'm super anal about mm-hmm. how things look. So it, it does take me a long time sometimes. I got to step away and mm-hmm. go out to the punching bag or
1: <laughs> take a breather. Yeah, or take go a walk. out
2: go out and take a walk or take a run or something, but. Um, yeah, it's just, it's something we absolutely love doing. And to me, the best part of sledgehammer horror are, you know, besides working with my wife every day is the connections and the friends. we Oh make. yeah.
1: Just the community in general, the horror community is such a phenomenal community to be a part of. Like, they're always so kind and like, you yeah. always want to help. It's well, awesome.
2: And I, I don't think and I'm not being condescending to anybody listening, but I don't think people really understand how close we get like to you guys, yeah. you know, like we talk every day. Yeah. You know, like we have our own little chat groups and like pick me ups or, you know, proud of yous and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And it really does help when you have friends yeah. that are there to promote your stuff and, you know, let you know, like, yo, I'm super proud of you like Candy just you know, with her writing. You know, yeah, for those of yeah. you know, the house that screams the horror podcast, she's a big part of our group. And, you know, she's doing amazing things outside of podcasting right now, but we're still family. So we still talk, you know, and it's just like. That's that's of the connections that Ash and I have yeah. made that like we don't take for granted and we appreciate every day is the beautiful friendships and family that we've made. Yeah,
1: we've, we've met so many awesome people like in different states. And like if we've ever, you know, gone and visited that state, we're like, hey, let's meet yeah, up. Let's, you know? let's hook up oh, for yeah. some lunch. Yeah. You know, like it's so it, we've made some really awesome friends.
2: That is more rewarding than any monetization oh, yeah. than any view count, for you sure. know. When you when you can meet up with somebody that you've met through doing a job like a podcast and you can sit down with that that person and you guys have that internal
0: and Mm -hmm. and now
2: external connection. It's just that's something and I would never, ever take for granted. That's the biggest success we've had with Sledgehammer Horror is the friends and family that we've made along the way.
1: Mm -hmm. I agree.
0: Yeah, I feel that, too, with with this show, because mine's gone over a big overhaul within the last like year Almost year and a half mm-hmm. now, I think, is um getting my new co-host Dean, um, who's so mm-hmm. busy with conventions right now. That's kind of just been me, um, doing episodes, mm-hmm. which is fine. I, I love being here because it gives me more of a chance to you know reach out to other horror folks to come over here and just kind of do these and you know, have a sit down, and learn about them a little bit more, and let our audience learn about them a little bit more. In case if they haven't you know heard of you before, and to go check you out. Mm-hmm and um one really big thing that this happened like right now is dean he Mm -hmm. just launched his um horror hot sauce us side so if you guys want to go support him i'll put the links down below you know as with your channel and everything too to try to get people to go and you know check out his stuff and also check out your stuff because i sledgehammer horror you guys have a show that like when i'm seriously feeling like shit and feeling really really down Your show really helps. It really does. And to actually not call you guys a friend and, you know, to be in this podcast group together and knowing that you guys are making something that can uplift me and make me more motivated to be better at what I'm doing. It's a great thing. And, yeah, I don't take any relationships that I make with anybody for granted at all. We've met so many amazing people, um, especially... With your my first horror movie, you've interviewed so many people, yeah, so many people that um, <laughs> it's phenomenal of how far oh, yeah. you can take this one little project that you didn't think was really going to be much and just mm-hmm. oh. turn into this gigantic universe, essentially. Mm-hmm. You it's, know? it's funny. I, I had somebody,
2: and this is a complete true story. I reached out to another podcaster because when we do my first horror movie, like we love doing actors, actresses, directors podcasters, YouTubers. I love learning how horror started for anybody. Yeah. Um, and I reached out to this podcaster and I was like, yo, I do this program, my first horror movie, do such camera horror. I'd love to have you on. And they literally sent me back a message that was like, I'm a huge fan of yours. I watch your show all the time. I now feel like I've made it as a podcaster that's because awesome. you guys asked me to come on and that made me feel so good. I'm like, dude, that's so, oh. it was Michael. I'm not going to say what podcasts are, you know, that's but awesome. like that made me feel good. He's like, you know, it's yeah. like a rite of passage for us podcasters to come on your show and like doing stuff like that. Like, um, I don't know when this will air, but, uh, Ashley and I are actually doing a, an interview with somebody that we've been fans of for a very long time. We've met a couple of times next week. Uh, Felisa Rose, like we're doing an interview with Felissa and, Um, you know, I've met her a couple of times at cons and people are like, ask her, I'm like, you know, at cons, that's not really to me the right right time or place, you know, like I don't like to ask people to do interviews at cons. I don't like to ask people, Hey, can I get your information? Well, you know, I I don't do that when we're at cons. It's just not my thing. I'm not saying there's nothing wrong with that. It's just me personally. That's not what I do. Yeah. Um, but you know, to finally make a connection with her um is something we're very, very excited about.
1: Yeah. So sure.
2: um that's something that to us is very special to be able to finally sit down and talk to. Her. And it's not even in my first four movie. We're interviewing her about a movie she has coming up. Mm-hmm. Uh the amazing director Steve Merlow um is gonna be a part of this as well. Crystal Gorski, who's a friend. Um, so we're we're very excited to be able to interview people about movies they have coming up. But, you know, we're like you said, always expanding, always trying to do more. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, that's right. awesome. Congrats. Um, I you. know how good it feels, too, when you when you reach out to this person, and just, you know, shooting, shooting the shit and being like, oh, OK, yeah. maybe if I do this, they'll, they'll want to come on and, and talk. And I've had that happen so many times. And I just like, is this real? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> is this really happening right now? Am I talking right. to you? Yeah. I mean, it's not like face to face. It's as fa- as close to face to face as it, it possibly could be. So like you have mm-hmm. like this little barrier that doesn't make you freak out as much as you would if they were actually in person. At least that's how I feel. Cause I would just, I would yeah. not talk throughout the whole thing. I would just be <laughs> right. so mesmerized about like, how am I talking to you right now? Um, but yeah. that's awesome. Congrats. Seriously. Thank you. Thank
1: you.
0: Yeah. Um. So I guess moving on, uh, we can, we can jump straight to this one. Cause I always, I always like this one is your favorite horror film. Ashley, we can start with you.
1: My favorite horror film of all time. Yes. Um, is actually people under the stairs. Wow, um, I'm
0: not, I never hear that one. Never. Really?
1: <laughs> yeah, no, I that movie that it scared me. Like the kids under the stairs, um, sister, brother, or mommy, daddy, whatever, whatever you want to call it. them, they are terrifying. Um, I love uh, Fool, and I like the message. Like it's a horror movie first, but there's also a message there. I like a horror movie with a good message, but that's a horror movie first. Mm-hmm um yeah yeah, it's it's my all-time favorite like i we watch it you know a few times a year usually like yeah love it wow Mm -hmm.
0: what about you ken um
2: it'll always be house from 1986 (laughs) oh yeah it'll always that'll always be it but um if i had to cancel house um (laughs) i'm a huge huge fan Of 2020s, the dark and the wicked. Oh Um, wow, that's another one I don't really hear a lot about. I adore that movie. Mm -hmm. Um, It scared me like it. You know, I'm I'm 37 years old, 35 at the time, and I haven't felt that type of fear from a movie in a very long time. Like it was very unsettling. Mm -hmm. Um, I think Brian Bertino, the guy that directed it and wrote it, uh, he also did the Strangers. Um, Oh yeah.
1: Yeah. like the strangers is another one that's just like it's so terrifying because it just can be like unsettling. real like some of yeah. the things that they say it's just like oh like it yeah. hits you yeah, yeah. so, so i mean mm-hmm. yeah
2: if we're talking about you know my favorite of all time nothing will ever top house like nothing um but i was very very impressed with what the dark and the wicked did when i watched i've watched it probably five or six times now which is unheard of for me <laughs> when it comes to rewatching, you know, modern films, I usually watch them once or twice, and cause, just because we don't have time. Yeah, yeah, like, I feel we, that. You know, we're always trying to do new things with the channel and stuff. So, uh, but The Dark and the Wicked is one that like we've watched a couple different times. We actually just wrote a didn't see that coming episode on it, mm-hmm. um, oh, wow. which Can't is funny because this? we
1: keep putting off to do.
2: Yeah, and then we just did a fan vote, and our next didn't see that coming is going to be House from 1986. <laughs> wow, that you're winning at all sides. Like, yes. I was so happy when that. I was like,
1: we have to
2: watch that. Yeah, yeah, we even got to watch that one.
0: Oh, you're gonna watch it anyway, though. Just, just do it. You you have to.
2: (laughs) Oh, you will
1: absolutely.
2: It's funny because in August, um, we get to meet William Cat. Yeah.
1: um, Oh wow. George
2: uh, went like the people from House. Like they're having like a little House reunion at this con.
1: You're gonna, you're gonna get like shy. I'm gonna, gonna...
2: I'm gonna get so nervous. Like, don't your pants. The big one. I
1: know.
2: Like I'm gonna be so nervous, like, and I don't get nervous. It's
1: gonna nervous. be like sweating. Yeah. Like, like meeting s- them. going be super awkward when you meet them. Yeah.
2: It, oh my gosh! Like, it's just like that's one that I'm I'm like so ex- like that that whole con is gonna be me having nerves everywhere mm-hmm. because it's
1: gonna be fun. Though. We get to
2: meet William and George. Uh, we finally get to meet Amy, mm-hmm. who's been a good friend. Uh Amy Donald, that uh, is Megan. Uh she's a her and her mother are very very good friends of ours. Uh, so we're going to take him out to dinner that night, you know, and that's just awesome. have a good time with him.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And then Robert England,
1: yeah, you know, that's yeah.
2: he's on the bucket list. He's like,
1: been, yeah, he's been on the bucket list for a while though.
2: Yeah, and now we we finally get to meet Robert, and this is the first con that our girls are going to with us. We still can't oh, convince awesome. our son. You know, he's he's still too cool for school, yeah. but. <laughs> um, but our, our girls are going to go with us, which is really cool, and they're they're both going to cosplay and have a good time. So yeah, and then meeting up with friends that you know we we're always going with, you know, Jamie's going to be there, Raven, you know, people that we, we are, we're really good friends with. So, um, we're just excited, man. Like, and, and like I said, getting to meet the cast of House, like that's one for me that's like,
0: whoa, yeah. But like, well, I wouldn't be me without that movie.
1: Mm-hmm. That's
0: so awesome! Congrats, seriously, Thank on you. everything that you're doing. Um, this next question I think is is a hard one. To answer, but I'm always intrigued. If you can point one, is I guess we can do this separately. Ashley, we can start with you. What okay. is your favorite episode that you have done so far?
1: Hmm, that is a hard one. Um, on, okay, so it's gonna be the the didn't see that didn't see it coming that we did on um, Final Destination Five. That was fun. It was just a lot of fun and like our flow was really good. And we were just Mm -hmm. like joking around and like we have a bunch of like reels from it because we were just being like goofy Mm -hmm. or not reels, but um like yeah, Instagram reels. Yeah bloopers. Well bloopers, yeah, Yeah. that's what I meant to say. Because we just had a really like it was just a fun time. Like most of the time, like he said, when we did didn't see that comings, it's like we're trying to get it done and it's taking forever and it's a lot to read. And but that one, it was just I really liked that one.
2: If you guys ever see our bloopers on Instagram or anything, those are genuine. Yeah. Like those are real. We but, don't plan yeah. bloopers. You know? no, those are real.
1: It's our like real, like what happens when we mess up yeah. and, you know, and we're just being goofy and having fun. Like that's the whole part of this is just to like do something together and have fun. Yeah.
2: Oh yeah. Um, I'm going to say, um, I'm not going to choose a, my first tour movie just because like, I don't care if you're a podcaster with three subscribers or you're, Josh eppard from Coe and Cambria. I I respect everybody that's come on that show, yeah. and I, learning how horror started for people. I've made some of genuinely my best friends from that, so I couldn't for pick sure. a favorite from there. Um, but yeah, I, I'm gonna go with our versus episode on Evil okay. Dead 1981 versus Evil Dead 2013. Okay. I'm gonna oh, nice. go with that one. Um, just because like I'm such that's probably my second favorite franchise. Yeah, uh, outside of Child's Play, and um you know, being able to go that deep into a movie that I think is the best remake of all time. And even the 2013 and dissect some of the things, you know, that are different and the same about those two movies and the, you know, the strides that were made in the horror world in between Mm -hmm. those two films. Um, that, that was just one that I had a really, really good time with. Um, and I still go back and I'm super proud of it. It's one of our longest episodes we've ever done up until, uh, Poltergeist, our verses on Poltergeist just broke the record. That one will be out in a couple months, Mm -hmm. but, um, up until this Poltergeist Versus, which was a lot of fun, too. Yeah. I did enjoy that one. That
1: one was fun.
2: Um, up until then, I would probably say that... Um that that i think that's probably one of my favorite ones we've ever done it's the evil dead one yeah that
1: was um, a good
2: one all are in defense of too like we got to get you back on for an in defense of episode yeah, like, yeah, those, yeah let me a know.
1: Movie that no one likes yeah, yeah
2: it's fun to talk about movies that like are critically panned and panned in the community like we've had halloween ends we've had poltergeist or i'm sorry um phantasm three yeah um mm-hmm. we've had jason takes manhattan we've had jason goes to hell
1: which um, i was not a part of
2: yeah it's so funny <laughs> I, I gotta say this real quick um Jason Goes to Hell is in my top three Friday the 13th films. Okay, okay ashley hates that movie i do i hates was like
1: it. i was like i don't think i can do this i have nothing good to say about it right <laughs> and we're so we're supposed to be defending it so <laughs> right.
2: <yeah>. it just <laughs> so take me if you out of the equation in defense of like the the series you'll notice that the first one is the only one that doesn't have yeah. ashley like, it's because she dislikes the movie so much <laughs> that i can't think of one it, good thing. i love that episode because one i love the movie and two we did it with josh yeah Yeah. You the know, the the drummer from co and cambria josh eppard has become a really good friend of ours which if 14-year-old me heard me say that, his fucking head would explode. Right. Yeah. Um. But, you know, it's just one of those things where I, I look at these movies and I look at people, you know, like even you, Dustin, and like people like, like we grew up so far apart from each other, but we're watching these movies and sometimes we felt the exact same thing. Yeah. Sometimes we felt completely different. So it's like, it's really, really cool to like learn how people who, we looked up to or were good friends with how they felt about these horror movies. So we'd love to have you on for an in-defense of of talk about a movie that, you know, a lot of people in the horror community don't like that you love, like upcoming, we have episodes on Halloween resurrection. That's
1: Mine
2: mine is poltergeist three. I said, I wasn't going to do an episode. I was always like, you know what? I'm kind of like the co-host of this. Um, I'm not going to do an episode. I'm going to make this about the guests, but I feel like poltergeist three is a movie that, is worth defending and ashley was the same way she was like you know we're the host of this she's like but you know what i fucking love halloween resurrection and i'm not I sorry about so many it people so
1: hate it. yeah yeah
2: which is funny because i'm not a halloween purist like i'm not a huge halloween guy i am i know i know <laughs> uh, when people talk about how much they hate Halloween Resurrection, I'm always like, "Why?" I know. Like I, I think it's fun.
1: It is fun. You have a good time with it. I've
2: never I, watched I Halloween agree. Resurrection. But I'm like, man, I'm bored. No,
1: it's not boring.
0: Though. No, it's fun, man. Yeah, I love all yeah, the old treat. Halloweens. <laughs> I think up Bro. until Halloween 2018, and I guess Halloween Kills. After talking to a few people about it, I kind of changed my mind about it, and I enjoyed it a little bit more. I yeah. Halloween Ends is still growing on me. It's it's still, like, I have to yeah. watch it again. It's one of those films It's like, I don't know if I can classify it as a Halloween film, but then you can go and say Halloween 3 is a Halloween film because they were trying something different, right. you know. Um, but, yeah, all of the, the old, uh, before the Blumhouse era of Halloweens, I, I love them all. Regardless of how mm-hmm. cheesy or quote-unquote bad they are, like, I have fun every single time I watch them, so...
1: Yeah, I, you're, he's gonna he's gonna start dissing Halloween Six right now.
0: And
2: that movie's dogged. I, 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 I wasn't well, going to. I, I, I thought was, you were. I, I not thought that's where you were going. No, I was gonna say. I'll
1: fight about that. Also.
2: Halloween Ends is a very very good movie. If you watch it as its own film that's if you how you watch I it feel. as the third part of the trilogy well, it's, it's dog shit The
1: marketing that they did for it they, they ruined it yep. like we yeah. thought we were getting the final Lori michael you know one for all two for all whatever yeah. you want to call it and that's not what we got and i think yeah. the fans of the franchise were really let down by that
2: yeah yeah i just think if you go into that movie watching it as its own film not the third part of a trilogy like as a third part of a trilogy, like I said, it's stupid. It's garbage. Well, that's as a third how I felt trilogy. about oh, Halloween
1: I, three too. Like Michael, that's how I did feel. Like you, Michael is not in it at all. And that's
2: what made it good.
0: <laughs> that's what made it good. We're gonna
1: start fighting. you
2: notice in Halloween three they use Michael. They make they literally tie him up and make him watch the first Halloween film as torture. I was like, I get it, bro. I get why you feel so sad about yeah, well, right that's that. how they would at torture. At he me. never went to space. Wasn't good enough. He he was gonna go to space, but Buster Rhymes whipped that ass and made him stay out. Okay, there. yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Danger
2: <Danger-tainment>, baby.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I could go on and on about Halloween all day but yeah. yeah i agree on the halloween end. So i really they-
2: like halloween i just it's my wife's favorite so i have to throw yeah. jabs as
0: much as i can
2: mm-hmm. i respect that franchise so much and it's going through I've hell gotten, literally <laughs> yeah, yeah, like the older i've gotten the more i realize that like michael is probably the scariest of the big three and my right. big three I will always on be him. i wore off yeah on my him. big three will always be michael jason freddie you know that's my big three and um I think, Michael, he's the most realistic. He's just your neighbor that went crazy and snapped and and is just an evil person. He was
1: just born evil.
2: Yeah. He had the devil's eyes. (laughs) The The black black eyes.
0: (laughs) So, yeah, I'll I'll say, you know, I respect it. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, So I guess moving on, um, Ken, this is more kind of geared towards you Um, because you recently started doing this and now you want to do more of it is acting and um i i got the screener of the film that you were in um bride of the killer uh pinata which was really fucking funny and seeing you <laughs> in it like i was cracking up i was like i know him <laughs> i know him um so i wanted to talk to you about how how did that kind of come about and how did you um want to start acting like what what sparked it
2: i've actually been uh, even in school i did a lot of uh film classes mm-hmm. um and it's something that uh, I've always had a big interest in. Um, and I got the chance at Bride and, you know, obviously I jumped on it. Steve, Jen, all the people at uh, Angry Mule are fantastic people. Mm-hmm. Um, they're, you know, very, very goal oriented, very intelligent, but they they know how to make a movie that you're going to want to watch. Um and I loved Bride of Killer Pinata. I love the first Killer Pinata film. And to be asked to be a part of something like that was super special to me, super important to me. And, um, you know, it was just something that I, I was very, very excited for. And we've got a couple more projects like that coming up. Ashley and I were both in a TV show called St. Gabriel.
1: Yeah, oh, cool. I was in it by mistake. Well, not by mistake, but like <laughs> by.
2: Like, by fate.
1: By fate. I guess that's what you could call it. Is say, it was more like you're doing do, this. Do,
2: do you got a second for me to tell a quick story? <laughs> yeah, go right ahead. So, so we travel. Um, I'm going to be a bodyguard in this TV show, and uh, I don't. That's all I'm going to say about it because I don't want to spoil it. It's on Tubi right now. It's called Saint Gabriel. I'm yeah. check it out. And um, we get there. Oh, dude, you should. It's dope. Um, we get there, and we you know we're waiting. You know, we're we're doing meal prep, and we're doing you know, s- you know, s- spots and stuff like that, and uh. <laughs> they come in and they're like man we don't know what we're gonna do we had an actress not show up we're trying to get a hold of that talent agency right now and i I was like "Do so they got speaking lines they're like yeah i was like a lot they're like no i was like ashley will do it she was like what i was like get her in costume i was, ashley like, do I was it.
1: like no no i'm not doing that Dude, not doing and doing she that.
2: killed it man like
1: i was so nervous
2: i was standing i, I was like the dad at the I, sidelines man
1: i said like five things literally but i was like i'm gonna screw this up
2: <laughs> she killed oh. it man I was literally at the side, just like, that's my wife. She's so fucking awesome. She's amazing. Um, Yeah, it it was dope, you know, watching her and then getting to, you know, do our scenes. And we have, um, actually, I can't spill too many beans on this one, but we have a movie coming up that Ashley and I are both going to be in Mm -hmm. that is no horror whatsoever. It's a complete drama film.
1: Oh, Um, okay.
2: And it's uh, very, very emotional. It's a very very touching yeah. emotional story um that we work we got connected to and i'm very excited about and then i've gotten um offered a role in another film that i, I just recently took that is a slasher um oh hell yeah and i play a guy in it that um <clears throat> He's just a piece of shit, man. <laughs> like, I, like I'm not saying I'm a good person. Like I'm, that's not what I'm trying to say. Like I, I'd like to think I'm a good person. I like I yeah. think I treat people fairly, and yeah. you know, I, I'd like to think I'm open minded and I'm loving. The character I'm playing isn't. Yeah. Um. He's very close minded. All he wants, but you know, he he. This won't really spoil anything. I'm playing a guy that's pretending to be trans, so he can join a roller derby league and beat up oh, on wow. women. Um, that's um, up, which Kent. for people that know me know, <laughs> like that's going to be a wide uh, change for me. You know, because that's not who I am. I'm very accepting of every community. I'm very accepting of you know whatever. And um, yeah, you know, we have a daughter um, that's homosexual and. You know, the first thing she did was ask us to fly a pride flag and we flew a pride flag, mm-hmm. you know, like, of course, I don't awesome. care what you identify as I'm going to love you no matter what. The biggest thing to me is you identify as my daughter and that will never yeah, change yeah. no matter what.
1: Just be yourself. That's all we care yeah.
2: about. Right. So to get offered a role like this was very, very interesting to me because I feel like I'm going to have to act now. Mm-hmm. I'm going to have to pretend to be something that I'm not. And that I'm very excited to tackle that type of change, that type of role, mm-hmm. you know, to be somebody that, in my opinion, is the total opposite of the integrity and the beliefs that I have as a human being. Um, to try to tackle that and encapsulate that and make that into a reality, I'm very, very excited for that opportunity.
0: Yeah, I'm excited to see how you how you take it and and see you in a different light because that, that's the whole thing about acting. You know, is portraying somebody different right. that's not yeah. yourself and to push boundaries for yourself and to see what you can do so i'm excited to see how yeah. far you can take this and i want to see you in more shit man yeah, i on. appreciate that we well, reading reading the scripts like
2: what i love about this guy and again i'm not gonna spoil anything because we haven't even filmed yet but he what i do like about him is he's not inherently good or inherently bad all he wants is chaos you know there there <laughs> won't be a point to where he's gonna join a good person or join a bad person yeah. he's just like i don't fucking care. You know and ashley's gonna has a role in that movie as well um so like like i said we're, we're very excited we got to learn how to roller skate i again. know i
1: was gonna say we need to know the a roller scene because i'm gonna be like a baby deer that's right. just learning how to walk right. because i haven't roller skated in <laughs> so long yeah you
2: know, so either. it's really cool to get these offers for us like hey we have this role for you we have this role for ashley we'd like for you guys to read the script is this something you're interested in of course it is you know yeah. we we love that um we we have a short film that we did Home is where the haunt is which is on youtube
1: mm-hmm.
2: um which is very very personal for both of us and we have a feature length that we're writing called awesome. the ofrenda
1: mm-hmm. which
2: is also you know um this is one that's going to take a while because it's a feature length and what i would really like to do is like uh, on youtube like 10 one hour episodes of it i would mm-hmm. like to make it like a 10 hour thing oh wow um, and my elevator pitch if hocus pocus <laughs> happened today but was a dark, serious slasher, that's what The Ofrenda is. It includes a lot of my Hispanic background, which I'm super proud of. It has a lot to do with Ashley and her family and losing loved ones that she's really proud of. We put our heads together. Um, but by the end of the year, we're hoping to get another short out that we've been working on called The Unlucky Ones. Okay. Um, And this is our first foray into a major twist film. Um, that were both really, really Ashley came to me with this idea of a twist and I was like, We need to build around that. That's that's <laughs> fucking brilliant. Let's do that. So hopefully by the end of the year through Sledgehammer Horror, um, we will put out uh the unlucky ones.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh yeah.
0: Keep an eye out for it. Yeah. Wow, you guys have a lot going on. Yeah. Um and we're parents. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um so I guess besides all the other things that you're talking about with acting, filming. Um, what's next for um, Sledgehammer in regards of doing interviews or or any of the other series? Is there going to be any new series coming out? Are you guys brainstorming anything else?
1: What? Um,
2: we have one that we're doing right now for members of the channel where we act out scenes from movies together. Yeah. Um, which is cool. Um, I think eventually. We'll, we'll start to expand into another series that we've kind of been yeah. kind of brainstorming
1: i mean i feel like we talk about stuff all the time but it, right. it just like kind of the reason
2: know. why is just because like we do my first horror movie which we release three episodes a week of that yeah um we do one versus a month one didn't see that coming a month um two in defense of a month
1: mm-hmm.
2: four lives a month um, so altogether we're putting out between five video, five to six videos a week,
1: yeah, that's
0: you nice. know,
2: and that's on top of going to baseball games, being a baseball coach, being a dance, you know, going to dance. Um, football has started in our town already. Um, you know, on top of just being parents, you know, and working full-time, we both have full-time jobs. Yeah. Ashley's a respiratory therapist. She's a real life hero. Mm-hmm. Um, awesome. I, I sell car parts cause that's, What I've always done my whole (laughs) life is be around car parts. Yeah, so I mean, like one thing you cannot say about the sledges is we don't work hard. Yeah, that's one. That's one. You know, flag that I'll plant all the time is we try to be some of the hardest working people in the world. We try to always give people because we know that you know if you get stagnant, people are going to stop watching. You got to keep people entertained. You know, so like I said, we try to release four or five videos a week. Mm -hmm. um, And we've been doing a lot more reviews lately um i
1: really like our new the in defense of i have a lot of fun with those it is it is a lot of fun so
2: But again, she does a lot of research on that. Like when we were defending stuff, like she has to get Rotten Tomatoes scores. She has to get the critics stuff. I like
1: reading stuff like that. Like that stuff interests me. I love doing research. Like I'm, I'm like that.
2: And what I love is doing an episode of In Defensive and then someone comments like, you know, I'm going to go back and rewatch this movie.
1: And give it another chance. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. We did an In Defensive on one of my favorite movies of all time, which was Child's Play 3. Mm -hmm. You know, because that gets a lot of shit in the Child's Play franchise. That's one of my favorite movies ever, let alone in the franchise. That's easily my favorite in the franchise. And, you know, and to have a, a good friend, Cody, C- Cody Leach, you know, he came on and, you know, we respect him. We love his work. And you know, he came on to defend that movie because he loves it so much. So, I mean, like to be able to do see you know, Seed of is another one we've done, we the Chucky's... Nightmare on Elm Street remake, mm-hmm. you know, to be able to give our opinions Oof. on why we think these <laughs> movies are worth watching. Again. <laughs> um, you know, I made a huge ripple in the Nightmare on Elm Street remake one because I talked about how I thought Jackie Earl Haley was a better Freddy Krueger than Robert Englund. And uh, I think I remember people, listening to that too. And I was just like, yeah. why? <laughs> people were not very fond of that. I mean, look, look, at, if I had to choose which Freddy I'm going to watch, obviously I'm picking Robert England. It's
1: always going to be Robert England. Yeah. But
2: Jackie Earl Haley made me hate Freddy Cougar. And that's what I'm yeah. supposed to do. I'm supposed okay. to hate the child killer. I'm supposed to hate the yeah. child molester.
1: He's not supposed to be like charismatic. And yeah. And I'm not supposed to be
2: rooting for him. Yeah. Them.
1: Be on slime time and yeah. get slimed yeah. by the kids. Do you remember that, dude? <laughs> like he's on Naked
2: Night getting slimed. Yeah. Yeah, you know, like, like the, that's the what child, like the
1: child killer. Is getting, well, you know, well, at night time. I mean, we don't know that he was a the R word, he was a killer. Oh, you're talking about in the old movies? Yeah. Oh, yeah yeah, okay. yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah.
2: Yeah. I was gonna like, hey, in the remake, he absolutely
0: was. Yeah, he definitely was. A remake. Remake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Was never
2: confirmed. He was just a kill Like, it's, that's better. I know. Hold on, he only killed him. Okay, I, I know. that's <laughs> it. Um,
1: it's- it is. it is funny, though. It, like yeah. That's true. It's just how yeah. our brains work. Yeah,
2: it's just funny. Like, the child killer, and we're all, like, watching him get slimed on Nick at night, we're like,
1: how yeah.
2: how's it feel, Fred? You know, like, oh, yeah. this is, you know, so you couldn't hate Robert England. and you're supposed to. You know, like, that's what, Robert England is the best, you know, actor in the world when it comes to that, because you're supposed to hate him, but you can't, because he's that good.
1: Right. Jackie
2: Jack Haley, every time he said something, you're like, oh, I hate It just
1: kid. made you feel
2: gross. Oh, he's dirty. Yeah, it definitely bro, made you feel I gross. Him. I agree on that. Yes. So that sure. that's why I loved the Nightmare Remake because, and I ask people, why don't you like it? They're like I hate Freddy. I'm like you hate the bad guy. That's why you don't like the movie. Oh boy, do I got some other movies to show you. You're really gonna hate. I'm gonna introduce this guy named Jason. It's crazy. <laughs> he kills people too. You're probably not gonna like him. Um, you know <laughs> what I mean? Like you're not supposed to root for him. Yeah. So like that—that's always been a weird one for me. Like I don't like this movie because I hate the bad guy in it.
1: But I mean, you were like that for a long time. Too. I really like, was. You hated it for a very long time.
2: My—the reason I hated it, and the reason I still is not one of my favorite remakes—is they took way too much from the original and just did it CGI. Yeah. Yeah, than yeah. I, 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 I feel, feel the same as that. that
1: and yeah. I don't—I didn't care for his look either. Like the wet, like yeah. I didn't like it.
2: Yeah. So the, I'm not saying it's a perfect movie. There's it's definitely perfect. flaws yeah. in it. I will sure. also say though, and a, a hill I will die on. It has the best ending of any Nightmare on Elm Street movie. Any of the movies. The remake has the best ending.
1: Yeah, There
2: is no Nightmare on Elm Street movie that has a good ending. None I, of them. I
1: know. The, the ending, that's where it falls. It so
2: always, bad. even in the first one, that dumb blow-up dial on the Freddy Carter. So <laughs> oh, yeah. It, if it didn't yeah. look
1: so bad, it would be better. But, yeah, the, looks, the blow-up dial I looks
0: bad. I hate that car. I hate the car more.
2: Every time I see this car I'm like so he just turned to a car that's what we're doing now yeah 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 he's
0: going to he's going to be objects <laughs> Thanks Bob Gale
2: for that one yeah Wow. Which is funny, because they're like, we wanted to do this so we could have a sequel. And then the sequel has nothing to do with the end of the first one. <laughs> like, yeah. what are we doing? Because they man? were like,
1: Ken hated that car. Yeah, they we were like, can't like we can't bring that car back, guys. <laughs> There's gonna
2: be this guy in the future, Sledgehammer Horror, and he's gonna bitch about it on every single episode he does. Literally. Literally every episode he finds a way to sneak in the stupid party car. <laughs> <laughs>
1: so <laughs> everyone's like, we're sick of hearing about this party yeah. car.
2: When I read my when I when I read. When I meet Robert Englund, I'm like, dude, it's such a pleasure to meet you. Why the Freddy car?
1: Like, what <laughs> happened there with that? He's going to be like, get out. He's going to yeah, pull I up don't know. the Freddy car.
0: <laughs> oh, wow. This has been really, really fun, you know, kind of dissecting yeah, everything that you guys are doing. And it's great to actually, you know, sit down, have a proper chat just about our lives and where, you know, everything yeah. kind of started. And to see where you guys are now, and kind of reflect on all the things that you've done. Um, mm-hmm. It's amazing how much can you know happen in just a few years? Especially in, on my show, we've only been going for less than three years right now, and there's so much stuff that mm-hmm. I feel like I've done, and there's so much more. Like now I'm doing God, live you, yeah. movie hostings, mm-hmm. um, which I'll announce right here very quickly. Very quick plug is um, August 16th at Cinema Salem. I'm going to be showing Death Drop Gorgeous with the crew, cast and crew of that film. They're locals over Thank here, are good friends of mine. And then in September, the 28th, I'm going to be hosting Pool Party Massacre with Drew Marvik. He's going to be coming um, all the way from Vegas. So that's going to be super deeper fun. Also going to be in Salem at Cinema Salem. So it's just an extension of things that I've been wanting to do. And it's what I've been thinking about doing for a long time yeah. is to get people together in a room, watch a film, meet the people behind it, yeah. record an episode. And kind of just like build another community outside of that. So um, mm-hmm. I really have and to. And Drew think. is
2: amazing. One of the best beers in the business,
0: man. Yeah, yeah Drew, he's a great guy, and I I found him on the show um once. And if you guys haven't talked to him before, I really really highly recommend that you reach out to him and get him on the show. He's such a nice guy, and yeah. The amount of stuff that he's doing and what he has done in his life is astonishing. When you talk to him, you're mm-hmm. like, really? You've done that? Wow. Mm-hmm. You're doing that now? Wow. That's um, so cool. So it's really, really cool to see everybody growing and to have this yeah. great community and podcasting community as well. And our little group of everybody supporting each other and watching everybody yeah. kind mm-hmm. of grow. And to see what's next. Because I'm always excited to see what people are doing next. And to hear mm-hmm. all these great things you guys have going on in the background with acting more shows and and all the interviews that you've been doing it's it's amazing and i thank you for taking the time out of your day to come on here and and talk about yourselves a little bit absolutely
1: course, yeah this honor. is fun
0: yeah it's it's great and um anytime you guys want to come back on again you know you can just shoot me a dm ken let me know when you want me on man yeah, like I was going to say, we're going
2: to talk about that as soon as we're done recording.
0: Yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. All right. So um, I think that's pretty much all I have um, for these questions. I, I want to keep these nice and short so people can digest them quickly and go mm-hmm. support you guys as much as possible. Yeah. So um, thank you. Appreciate Ashley. it, guys. Thank you, Ken. Yeah, thank you. Seriously, this has been absolutely great. So thank you, everybody, for checking this episode out. And please go support Sledgehammer Horror. See you on the next one.